For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everyone, and welcome back to yet another edition of Lead Singer Syndrome, a podcast where I, your host, Shane Told, I talk to other lead singers about what it's like to be the front man or front woman of a band. And today, oh, we've got a front woman, all right, Deanna Bellos, aka. Sincere Engineer is here on the program. She has released one of my favorite albums of the year, Bless My Psyche. It's great. It's just a great band. So relatable lyrically and some catchy ass punk rock songs. Don't sleep on this record, okay? Trust me. Bless My Psyche, Sincere Engineer. Go listen to it. Now, before we get into that, I want to remind you guys of the usual things such as my email address, if you want to get in touch, because you always can. Syndrome at gmail.com. I read them all. Also, if you want to support the show, first of all, follow me on Twitch, will ya? Because we are doing live, live podcasts on Twitch just about every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on Wednesdays, me and Mike Howell, you know him, you love them. We do the new noise where we talk about the newest records that are good. The good new records every Wednesday, 6 p.m. live on Twitch. Okay? Twitch.tv slash Shane Told. It's that easy. It's completely free. 
okay? And if you also want to support the show monetarily, you better believe we have that option because there's a lot of work that goes into this show, okay? Check out the All Access Club. You get bonus episodes and bonus content and merch and access to a great community of other fans of the show and myself. It starts at only $6 a month. That's like the price of one very, very nice coffee, okay? Throw me a bone, leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access for all the details. If you need a credit card, check out BlockFi. They've got a pretty cool credit card that you can get free cryptocurrency. That's pretty badass. One and a half percent rewards, unlimited and no annual fees. That sounds pretty good, right? BlockFi.com slash LSS. You got to use that link to get that offer, but go and do it. It's good for you. Next month, my band Silverstein, we are going back out into that scary world on tour. It's not that scary, is it? I don't know, but we're coming. We are touring the United States of America with the plot in you and can't swim. It's our 20th anniversary tour. It's really 21, but you know, who's counting? And we are going to be playing three sets, including an acoustic set, discovering the waterfront in full and our greatest hits. So go get tickets for that. If you want to, you know, you probably listen to me talk a lot over the past year and a half. Maybe you want to hear me sing. I don't know. <laughs> Check it out. Get tickets. Silversteinmusic.com. It's going to be a good time. I really look forward to seeing everybody in the flesh. Can't wait. And also, if you happen to be in San Antonio, Texas on Wednesday, September 29th, I am going to be there at the Brass Monkey DJing all the emo classics at Emo Night, 9 p.m. That's when it starts, and it's completely free to get in. No cover at all. Again, September 29th, that's a Wednesday. Emo Night, Brass Monkey, 9 p.m. It would be awesome to see you all there as well. Anyway... Let's get into it, shall we? Here it is, my conversation with Diana from Sincere Engineer. I don't care about anything as much as I used I don't care about anything as much as I used I don't care about anything as much as I used maybe you Hello. Hi, Diana. Hey, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. It's uh, Shane with Lead Singer Syndrome. Sup. Sup. <laughs> How's your day uh, going? Uh, pretty good. I just got home from work. How yeah. about you? Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. No work nice. for me. But uh, nice. I was working. I was working on my house, doing some, you know, like renovation kind of stuff. So it sure, feels, that's cool. So it kind of feels like I had like a day at work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That totally. Totally. Kind of beat you down uh, physically and mentally. So for sure. Where do you live? Uh, I live actually uh, in Canada, but right across the border from Detroit. Oh, cool. Nice. So uh, this the city's called Windsor. Gotcha. So uh, I know you're coming to Detroit like in a couple months, right? With Hot yeah, Mulligan? No, yep, November or something. Yeah, so yeah, you'll be you'll be playing like 10 minutes from my house. Uh, oh, right. But across, <laughs> but across the international border, which I probably won't be allowed to cross. So gotcha. that's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's 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 really not. But yeah. anyway, uh, are you ready to jump in? Shall we? Yeah, totally. I'm already recording, but I just like to. Hey, I don't know. Make oh, it yeah, official. Gotcha. I'm here with Deanna of Sincere Engineer. Now you just got off of work. Um, what is a person like you, like a total rock star, doing with a day job? What's this about? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't. <laughs> It's been like really hard for me to make the jump, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like the right time yet. Um, and I've, you know, a lot of people have opinions about that. Oh, really? Well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm mostly, I'm mostly kidding anyway. And, and I, well, I, no, uh, I, yeah. I have a, so- I, go ahead. Go oh, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, I was just kidding. It's something that I, you know, battle every day. Like, is today the day I'm going to say screw this? Right. Right. Well, I, <laughs> I have a science background myself, um, although it's a long time ago now. I was I was going to university for um, molecular biology oh, when, nice. when my band got signed and I dropped out and to my parents' dismay and all that, you know, and did the thing. Right. And it's funny because yeah, you're you're somehow able. I mean, being able to juggle your band, which is blowing up. Um, and all the, you know, hands-on work you do, like I know you direct yeah. all the videos and like promote yeah. all the promotion that you have to do these days if you're in a band and then you still have a day job, uh, yeah. at a lab, I understand. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't sleep a lot and uh, there's a lot of times where I'm like, I got to take my break at 10 cause we're putting out this new song. And <laughs> <laughs> so it, it just takes a little extra planning, but yeah. So the people you know. that, that you work with, they think you're super cool, I guess. Um, some do, (laughs) I would say like upper management probably sees me as a nuisance, (laughs) but (laughs) what, what, uh, what is your job? Can you talk about what exactly you do? Yeah. Um, I'm like, uh, in the lab animal science field, um, I started out as like an animal care technician, but I'm like a, an assistant supervisor now. So, um, now I just kind (laughs) of lightly manage people who do that. Um, but it's, I don't do like any of the actual research or science. We just kind of facilitate it and like make sure the animals are all health checked and have what they need and stuff and do like light um, lab technical stuff assistance sort of. So you're looking out for the animals while they're doing animal testing sort of? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's, it's like scientific, uh, pharmaceutical, not cosmetic. So um, yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Not, not the, you know, usual guest on this podcast. That's for sure. Um, half the time I call some dude and they're like, didn't know there was an interview and they're like, obviously waking up, you know, that's, that's what I'm used to. So, uh, despite like listening to your albums and maybe getting a sense that you don't feel like you're all that put together, uh, you are okay. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you are you. far ahead of most people that come on this show. So, oh, thanks. I, uh, to add on that, like my hours are like six to two. So it, um, that's part of why I'm able to do this. Cause I still have like half a day when I get home to, uh, work on stuff. That's like, pretty, pretty brutal. You know. Six to two is, is oh, it's pretty awful. brutal, man. It um, is awful, but it's okay. I'm used to it now. Wow. Well, uh, congratulations on the new album, Bless My Psyche, which is just, just came out, like not even a week old. Yep. Uh, your first you. album in four years. Yep. I assume that has a lot to do with COVID, uh, but I don't know. Some. <laughs> Um, so, so talk to me about like this record's finally out and it seems like a lot 
of people are taking notice definitely a lot more than when the last one came out. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, like the first one came out, I'm like friends with Toby Jegg who runs Red Scare Records and mm-hmm. he kind of just did it because he was like a friend and was like, eh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Um, and then it kind of like snowballed into this thing that neither of us thought would be as big as it, uh, turned out to be. Um, not that it's like huge or anything, but, um, so yeah, that, I mean, it was like sort of accidental almost. I, I had never considered like making it a career and I, you know, was like working on, you know, finding like a full-time job outside of college and stuff around that time. So, um, you know, there's that, I'm like losing my train of thought. No, uh, no, you're but, making total sense. <laughs> okay, great. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, this one, um, a lot of that four years was like, making the jump to hopeless took a little longer than I expected. And we couldn't get in the studio to record because of COVID. Um, yeah. And I like toured a little bit like solo right after the first record came out. And then we did some touring when I got like a full band. Um, and then four years like blew by and I was like, Oh, <laughs> right. So yeah, I don't know. Time goes by very fast. Yeah, it does. The older you get, it does too. And when you're in a band, yeah. it does. It is really true. Um, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, this this um, I feel like this pandemic has been good for Sincere Engineer in that a lot of people found you, like I did. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe a lot of people are just getting to the end of their Spotify playlists and other random shit is coming on. I don't know exactly why, but. Uh, it, it, did that happen where you started seeing, oh, like maybe an uptick in numbers or or more people kind of following you on social media? And then, you know, meanwhile, you can't play any shows to them, right, but yeah. you kind of feel something happening? Yeah, I would say uh, to an extent. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to like what the reasoning might be for that is, yeah. but, um, you know, I don't know. I like try to post like little videos of like demos I'm working on and stuff and people seem to like those. So maybe it has something to do with that. Um, I tried to stay like kind of busy and on top of posting stuff. So maybe it's like cause of the social media. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but it's still frustrating. And, and I've still, I've yet to see you play, you perform either solo or with a band. So I look forward mm-hmm. to that. I'm sure a lot of people do, um, yeah. you know, that's kind of like, there's been this weird, um, I don't know how to describe it, but like, you know, it's like, you've just been in this other universe for a while and here you are like coming back. Uh, <laughs> you've got this big album out now on a very big record company right. and you're going on a pretty big tour. So like all this stuff's yeah. about to happen. How are you feeling about that? Um, excited and nervous. <laughs> I get nervous about everything. So that's like nothing new, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be cool. We actually, um, haven't really toured all that much um just in general in general like um i toured once solo when the first record came out and then we've done like two or three as a full band just because we all have full-time jobs so it's been like we're in this like weird position where like you know do we make the jump when do we make the jump uh yeah so like this is like we toured with bayside last uh in 2019 and then like COVID happened and we were out with um Oso Oso and Prince Daddy and uh, had to go home like three days into it. But yeah, I don't know. We For like, I guess what I'm trying to say is we haven't toured that much. No. <laughs> so it's, it's exciting that we're going to like finally get to 
do it for real. Totally. No, totally. It's, it's awesome. And I have, I have that here on my list of questions that March 12th, 2020 Washington, DC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That the last time, like, you know, you guys hung it up and, and I didn't realize it was only three shows into the tour. So yeah, man, what scary. a kick in the ass. <laughs> oh yeah. It but at that point though, like, you know, we like had, we were like leaving and I was like getting like texts like, Oh, be careful. And it was like, I thought it was like kind of a joke. Um, and then like, I remember the day before we got sent home, I was like telling my bassist, like, do we need to be worried about this? And like, if we do, who's going to be the one to call, like call this off. Right. Um, and he was like, I kind of seems like we should probably be concerned. And then the next day it was like, uh, the tour's canceled. <laughs> and then, you know, and I'm like meeting people at the merch table still. And like, I don't know. It was very, uh, it was very scary to be out. I didn't sleep like those three days we were out. And I was like, at that point I was like glad that it was over. Cause I was like, this is, I feel like we're going head first into it. Yeah, totally. And I was on tour at the same time too. My band was, we, we had a day off on the 12th. So the 11th was the last show we played. And okay. then that was like, we got off stage and we, we found like, we found out like Tom Hanks got it and yeah, right. they were canceling, <laughs> they were canceling the NBA and we were like, yeah. Oh fuck. Like this is probably going to be it. But yep. you know, like, you know, when you come from punk rock and stuff, it's always like, well, the show must go on. Like it doesn't right. matter. That's anything what... can happen. Exactly. We have to play. Right. And right. Yeah. So it was, I, it was weird. What I was saying, yeah, it was yeah, weird. I, yeah. And I didn't want to be like, like we were like the ones that were like, yeah, we're too scared. Bye. <laughs> but also like we were, <laughs> But luckily everybody was like on the same page. So we, you know, it was definitely for the right reasons that it got canceled and stuff, but it was a very stressful. Mm, Totally. Totally. Have you remained COVID free through throughout this pandemic? I have. Yeah. And um, good for you. I like work in a hospital. So I was like that. I don't know. You know how it like, um, when it started, you thought like you were like, I'm sure surely going to get this. And then like a year goes by and the chances of it getting it, or like so much greater. And, uh, and now everyone's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I know it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, I know. Man. Yeah. No, I uh, managed to not get it though. I'm hoping to keep it that way. Did you get it? I did not. No, uh, no nice. I didn't. I didn't. Cool. cool. A couple of, <laughs> couple of non COVID people over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I think it's going to be like a thing that we're all supposed to get though. I think it's gonna be like chicken pox sort of deal. Or the new flu. I don't know. Unfortunately, maybe I just the. I wish that was the case. If it was like chicken pox and like you got it once and then it's like okay, I'm good forever. But yeah, I know that you can get it twice and people have gotten sure. it three times. So it's like ah fuck. Well, never mind. Yeah, um, I don't know. And I don't know. <laughs> the, I don't know if people can die of chicken pox. Maybe though. I know shingles is pretty serious, right? But yeah, um, I have no idea. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm an idiot with the stuff. I have no idea. <laughs> it's scary regardless. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. So uh, back to the record. I, I want to talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about it so much because it's such a great album. It Thank you. doesn't feel uh, like, I don't know, obviously like it doesn't feel like a, a debut record because it's not a debut record. But it feels even more mature than that somehow. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the production, um, Matt Jordan, he did an awesome job on it. But your songwriting too. I mean, you find a way to write really relatable lyrics and you almost find a way to make everyday things like sort of sound cool. 
<laughs> like, wow, I've got junk on my kitchen table too. Like I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm cool. Like, it's, it's weird, you know, like how you're yeah. able to do that and seemingly do it in, in a very, like, I don't know how long it takes you to write lyrics, but it doesn't seem like it's too over the top either. Sure. I think I get that. I don't, it's like hard for me to comment on cause it's like all I know. And I'm, I like didn't go to school for music or anything. I'm just like kind of an idiot. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I think like having like a day job helps me write like very mundane stuff like that because, um, like that's my life. Like I, fe- I feel those like get up in the morning, super exhausted. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and a majority of people go through that too. So yeah, it makes it relatable, uh, but I don't know. I just, I, I love that so much. Did you feel Thank pressure, you. pressure writing this album? Like you knew there was going to be, you know, more people watching because like you said, the first album on red scare, you know, you're just like, Oh yeah. You know, Toby just kind of put it out and there was no pressure. Did you feel Uh a lot more pressure with this one? Um, I'm going to say no initially because a lot of it was written before I had even started talking to hopeless. Um, but then like once that happened, I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah. Uh, but like, like the pandemic time kind of saved me a little bit. Cause like if I had like a couple weaker songs or something, um, I right. had like time to, to write better ones and swap them out or fix those. Um, so like the most recent song is come out for a spell, which has like that, that reference to Monty Python, the like bring out your dead. Oh yeah. Um, I wrote that the, the day we got back from tour, the, the tour we got sent home from cause of COVID. So like, that okay. replaced some song that was probably not as good or was like scrapped, you know? Okay. Okay. So these songs coming out, I mean, they're at least a year and a half old then. That's pretty... Most of them, yeah. That's pretty crazy. So I assume you've probably written some songs since then too with some downtime. I have. Yeah, totally. It will definitely not be four years for the next one. <laughs> right. Um, but like even this is my grand introduction like that, a couple of lines from that, um, that was like one of the first songs I wrote that like never got released. I played it at like my first show and it is definitely not the song that it was like in 2014 or whatever. Um, so like, I don't know. I, pu- I pulled from some like old notes, I guess. <laughs> cool. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's sometimes what you got to do. I mean, whatever, yeah. whatever works, right? Yep. Totally. Um, it's a weird process. So, so you talk about how uh, you didn't go to school for music and like, you know, this is how you write lyrics or whatever. But, but mm. what is your backstory? Because the, the story, the tale goes that Toby from Red Scare and uh, Brendan from Lawrence Arms kind of discovered you uh, in this Chicago punk scene. But what what happened before that? Like, like what kind of, how did you grow up? What, you know, what was your family structure like and all that and, and everything? Um, so I'm an only child and, uh, it was like, it was like an honor student, but I like had a bunch of punk friends. So I would like act like I didn't care about school, but I really did, um, <laughs> as to not upset my parents. Um, and, uh, I went to college for biology and I wanted to be a dentist. I like worked in dental offices since I was old enough to get a job, um, and kind of put all my eggs in one basket. And, uh, I didn't get into dental school cause my grades were really shitty um but part of the reason they were shitty was because i like never studied because i was like playing guitar um for like hours and hours um and i like just recorded like some instagram videos of like 
little snippets of songs that weren't like really songs and Toby caught wind of it and he was like uh we need some like new people to open for Brendan do you want to do it and I had never played a show before (laughs) and I was like uh like Brendan's my hero so I was like I'm not gonna say no to that but you know I wasn't like prepared but I practiced really hard um and played that show and then I like you know fell in love with it and then like started playing more shows and that's where it like all started. It was not like my original plan or anything. Was it, was it called sincere engineer at this point? It was. Yeah. yeah. That, Cause that was like my Instagram handle since, you know, I don't know since before I had songs and stuff. So I just kept right. that cause it was easy, I guess. Right. When an Instagram <laughs> handle becomes a band and you weren't intending exactly. on it. That's exactly. That's, <laughs> That is, that's a really cool story. Oh, thanks. So are your, uh, are your parents uh, still bummed out that you didn't get into dental school and now you're on your way to um, becoming a huge rock star? No, no, they, they didn't like care. They're like super supportive of me. Um, I was the one that was bummed, but I'm not anymore. I think it was a blessing in disguise. Um, but yeah, no, they, you know, they were happy for me that I went to college. They were happy that I'm like doing this now. Um, so yeah, yeah. well, being a dentist is gross, right? Like you want to oh, be in people's yeah. mouths all day long. Like, Oh my I God, thought I did. I, I do like teeth a lot, but, um, I, you know, I have like shaky hands. I have to drink a lot of coffee <laughs> and I get like, you know, jittery. So it's probably <laughs> for everyone's benefit that I didn't make it. It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. That's really funny. I love that story. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So another thing, like you seem, you know, like you're very hands-on with the decisions, you know, that, that happened with the band. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously you're writing the songs and, and everything, but what I thought was really interesting was that Aaron from hopeless told me that you direct all the videos and even shot, uh, I think almost all of them for the new album. And that like, to me, that's like, okay, like that's, that's cool. Like, I've, but it's not it's not like unheard of but then sure. when i watched them and especially the recluse in the making video with the sims thing yeah like how the fuck did you do that <laughs> well uh okay so i didn't do the cartoon one or the one that was in like the fancy house um okay but i had i had like some input with like what the storylines were but the ones that were like shot on my phone and the sims one uh yeah that was all me um I don't know. For that one, I just played The Sims for like 20 hours and screen recorded all of it and then just really? kind of chopped it up. Yeah. That's all that is. Oh my God. That's yeah, it crazy. was like really easy. So I don't deserve the praise by any means. Wow. It was, like the, it was the cheapest and the easiest one to make. Oh, that is so cool. I obviously don't play The Sims to know like anything about, oh, yeah. about it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I used to love that game. You can like make your person like look like whatever you want. And, um, yeah. But it doesn't require any sort of like programming or anything. It's just like flipping through noses that look like your nose. <laughs> that's it. No, that's that's crazy. No, I, I'm like the worst with new video games. Like I think I don't. I pretty much if it, if it came out after about 1994, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, uh, sure. And it, like I'm I got a I got a <laughs> Nintendo Switch, 
and the uh-huh. only game I fucking play is Tetris. So like, nice, come nice. on, I, yeah, I'm, I'm the worst. So I've <laughs> no, never, it's cool. I've never played The Sims, but I do like Sim City, the original okay. one for like it was for computer and for uh, uh, for Super Nintendo, I believe. Nice. It was yeah, good. I think I remember that one. We we're big on the Switch on tour. That's like our thing that makes us feel like we're at home. Oh yeah. On off days, we get the where you get the four controllers going. Yeah, that's no, that's sick. And yeah, like I'll I'll fuck with Mario Kart and stuff. But but again, the yeah. original Super Mario Kart for Super Nintendo is still my favorite. So yeah, totally, totally. I'm, I'm weird, but <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I'm not a big video game person either, but yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, what to talk about next? Um, well, I did see you know your post about Norm Macdonald. Um, passing away yeah. just the other day and I saw you have a Norm Macdonald tattoo and it hit me pretty deep too because he's like top three comedians for me. For sure. Um, Are you from Canada? He's yeah, from Canada. I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, so yeah, he's even closer. And that's the thing about, about Canadians is we have to point out anytime someone else is Canadian if we're oh, yeah, in a conversation. So someone's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, did you hear about, about that new Mike Myers movie? I'm like, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. <laughs> Uh, or awesome. Jim, Jim, Car- Jim, yeah, he's Canadian. In fact, uh, he went to yeah. uh, he went to my high school. You know, we awesome. got to point out those things. So yeah, yeah, we we claimed Norm. Uh, yeah, we claimed him long long ago. Awesome. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm like super sad about it. It sucks. I'm not gonna start crying. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I really like. I got into him in high school, and I've I've been like obsessed for many many years of my life. So it was like. It was also very shocking. It, it was like interesting that nobody knew he had cancer or anything. I know. It's super shocking. But that's very like him. Yeah. <laughs> to like not tell anyone. It is. I mean, so. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, you know, and like with Mark Hoppus, for example, like having, you know, cancer right now and going through treatments and like mm-hmm. I saw him post something on Twitter, kind of like, you know, being very open with his fans, like saying, you know, um, you know, this, every three weeks I get chemo and then these, this, I didn't get it today. And then at the end of the month, I find out if like it worked and it's like, damn, like that's like his fans are really being brought into this with him, which on one hand I think is really cool of him. But on the other hand, it's like, damn, like, I'm feeling stressed for someone that I don't really know, you know, like right, I, I totally. met twice. It's kind of a, a weird thing. So I, I think that Norm kind of doing that is like, at least nobody worried about him, you know? Right. Yeah. I think, I mean his, I think his thing was just like, he didn't want it to affect to the way anyone like looked at him, which I totally get. I'm sure in Mark's case, like having that like positivity coming from every direction is super helpful for his personality know. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, totally. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's scary. Um, speaking of like your, you know, connection with your fans, you know, I, I feel like obviously the the lyrics being so relatable um, and personal, like especially, you know, Recluse in the Making and uh, mm-hmm. over, Overbite, like the, the way that you put yourself out there. I can only imagine that you're getting a lot of people coming to you for... I don't know, uh, advice or to say thank you or, or just to say like, I, I want to be your friend. Um, Totally. Is that overwhelming for you? Um, typically no. Uh, we just played like our, like 
the record release show and I oh, had yeah. like a few of those like where people hugged me and said like, you know, thank you so much. You got me through the pandemic. Um, and it's like super, super sweet. Um, and I like totally get that. I did that with like, or still do that with like people I adore. So I, I get it. it. It's a little weird for me cause I don't, I'm not good with taking compliments and stuff or I, you know, like this thing that I just wrote, like sitting on my couch somehow like helping someone it, there's like a disconnect of understanding for me, but I'm super glad that it helps people. Does that make sense? No, it's, it, it totally does. It totally okay. makes sense. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just picture like it, I was, I was zoning out a little bit, just picturing like that moment when you're like, like at a show or like on the street, like on tour and someone's like, Oh my God, like, I love you. Can I have a hug? And you're like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like maybe we shouldn't do that. Like, right. Like I can't yeah. like not being able to hug people or like give people a high five is like going to be really weird when. Yeah, totally. Like with COVID stuff. Yeah. That adds like a layer to it. I'm, I'm usually like, you know, I'm vaccinated. I wear a mask. So I was like, I usually say yes to all those things. Cause I like, it would like pain me to be like, Oh, I like I know. got you through this tough time. No, I'm not going to hug you. <laughs> I know. Right. So, it's, it's, I don't, I don't mind. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so when you, 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 you know, you talk about, um, you know, you played a lot of stuff acoustic kind of in the early days mm-hmm. and you know, now you have the full band and the, the three other, other guys in the band and how it's like kind of weird because you don't know, like, are we a full-time band? Like, obviously we're getting more popular, but you know, um, is that difficult to navigate, you know, when it's, when it's under your, your name and your Instagram handle and it's your band, but then you've got three other people that are kind of looking to you for, to know, you know, to know what to do. Yeah. Um, my bandmates are like super supportive and helpful with like decision-making. And, uh, if I'm stressed, they like talk me, talk me down and stuff. <laughs> um, I usually, I, I do most of like the businessy stuff. Um, so like, I don't know. It usually it's, it's not like difficult in the sense that like, Hey, can you guys do this? Okay. We're doing this. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it's not too bad. I mean, we, I don't know. I don't have any good examples, but, um, everyone's super easygoing. So it's, I've been lucky. And how does it work like creatively? Because I, I, I don't know. In my head, I picture you writing songs on an acoustic guitar, like, you know, in your bedroom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then obviously like especially the new album it's very very full band driven record like there's you know there's full band arrangements on pretty much every song so um how does that work do you do the other guys in the band kind of put in their input is that something that you figure out do you play like do you play drums or um is it <laughs> is it your producer Matt how how does that all come together um so i we'll like have acoustic demos and then bring them to Matt and then him and I work out uh, like full band arrangement and like song structure if it needs work. Um, and then, and then we'll like show my bandmates and they'll add their stuff and make it like, like show their talents off. <laughs> um, they're all like really good at their instruments. So um, like Matt and I make like the baseline for or sorry, that's a bad a bass, like B-A-S-E, baseline. Oh, uh, yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I just skeleton. pictured you and him, like, both playing one bass guitar together. Like, yeah, yeah. he's, like, <laughs> slapping it, and you're, I don't know, 
<laughs> totally. Like, what um, was that band? Uh, Walk off the earth when they they like all the whole band played one guitar. I don't know if you remember that. I think it was on Ellen. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Okay. Uh, I'm not familiar with that, okay. but I I believe you. Someone listening to this knows what I'm talking about. I know cool. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we like have like a sort of uh, baseline song, and then my bandmates come in and like add their parts. They add the baseline and the cool. drums and everything. Exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. You get totally. the baseline, then you get the baseline. It makes exactly. perfect sense. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, like the first record was mostly just me and Matt, and my guitarist actually played bass on the first record. Um, and our first show together wasn't until the release show of the first record. Like, I didn't know my bandmates until like pretty much after the record was done. You didn't know them like like as in you'd only known them on a like practicing the songs level. You mean? No, like Matt introduced me to my bandmates. Oh, he like put the, the band together. I see. Yeah, he was like, because I was like, oh, I you know I have these acoustic songs. Let's like make them cool. And he was like, um, I actually think these would be good full band. And I was like, that's cool with me. And then he was like. And I have like my best friends in the world that would be like totally down to play on them. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And now they're all my best friends too. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. He, well, it was like his little football team that he assembled. <laughs> that's a small football <laughs> team, but yeah, I, I totally, <laughs> totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. So that's, that's must've been so, um, I don't know, like cool slash, like maybe a little bit weird and you seem like such a control freak. And I mean that in the best, possible way <laughs> sure. well, like when you kind of have an idea in your head of this song being you know you and an acoustic guitar and having a certain mm -hmm. emotion yeah. um for someone to say actually like let's try this like did that freak you out at first because sometimes like songs lose something when they you have layers and layers of like i don't know sure. distorted guitars and stuff like that it, I, I didn't, it, it was like, I was stoked on it. Like, I think that's what I like always wanted. And I just didn't think I had the means okay. to do it. Um, yeah, no, I don't like Matt is, I owe him like the world. He's, um, the reason the band is what it is, is because of him. Like he's, he's the one that like, he was at a show and he was like, Oh my God, your voice is so good. I want to, I want to make songs with you. And, um, I didn't really have a ton of them. And then when I had like 12, I hit him up and I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. And I knew nothing about music. I knew nothing about recording. Um, and he's taught me so much over the, you know, whatever, five years that we've been friends now. Um, he's like made me a better musician. Like I said, I've never like gone to school for this. I just, you know, pick up stuff as we like work on stuff. So, um, no, it was, it was awesome. I understand why someone would think that, but um, yeah, no, I was, it's, it's I was just... ready for, anyone that would help me so yeah for sure no no it's it's just a question um oh, yeah, no, I, I feel free to answer yes or no <laughs> it, totally. it, it, uh, it, it totally works so which of the songs that that you've put together do you feel have like changed the most from when you just had like an acoustic demo to having it like you know all the I was going to say Matt juice but that sounds really yeah, yeah. weird uh, <laughs> you know we, Matt putting uh, we, his, his stuff on it yeah, we call it the, uh, or me and my boyfriend call it the uh, the music factory or something. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so the the song "Screw Up" on the first record uh, got wildly different, and it's it's like way that's like one of my favorite songs I think uh, that we've done. Um, but if you go look on YouTube for the, like the I played at the Fireside Acoustic, and that's the show I actually met Matt at. Um, 
it's like this, like, it's like 50 seconds long and I'm like yelling at the top of my lungs. And I remember when we like recorded it, he was like, we're going to slow this one down a bit. Wow. <laughs> it, it, that's like my favorite song. It, you know, it's like totally changed the most though. So yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. Is the Fireside Bowl still open? Um, it is for bowling. I, I think they do shows very like sparingly and you have to like know someone who is able to facilitate that. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's I haven't a... gone to a show there since then, so I don't think it's a regular thing, uh, but you could bowl there. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Because I feel like when I was, you know, playing shows there, you couldn't bowl or like the bowling was maybe they just like kind of close it for the shows. And I was only there yeah, for that. Yeah. But like, totally. yeah, it seemed like the bowling alley was like all run down and like the bowling side of it was all run down. And I was like, Oh, it's just like a venue now. It's like an old bowling alley, but for maybe, sure. The maybe I was wrong. Disgusting. Oh, it's, Oh, come on. That's, that's not, have you ever been to CB, CBGB, the bathroom there? Fuck that place. I've oh, never been there. Oh, the worst. But I believe you. That was the worst. That and, um, this place in Iowa city, I think it's still there. It's called Gabe's Oasis. Okay, I think I've heard of that. Are not an oasis by any means. <laughs> nice. No, not named after the bathrooms, but <laughs> that's fun. But no, actually, our first show, our first American show we ever played was at Fireside Bowl. So it's got a oh, wow. very what year? Uh, Two thousand three. Whoa, that's cool. All my favorite bands, like all my favorite Chicago bands, came out of like being very big on the Fireside. Oh, scene. totally. Totally. Me, me too. I think, um, that was why I was so excited too to play it. I always heard about like, whether it was for me, like some of the Chicago bands I loved were like, um, the bull weevils and, uh, oh, 80, totally. 88 fingers Louie and, uh, yeah. naked Ray gun, like hearing like those bands or screeching weasel always talking about fireside bowl. I was like, we're here. It's so for cool. sure. I'm wearing a naked ray gun shirt right now. Oh, nice. I feel like I have to note that. <laughs> nice. We had, um, one of the guys from naked ray gun came to our show with his kid once and like oh, introduced nice. himself was like, was like, yeah, my, uh, my kid really likes your band. I'm, I think you guys are good. It's <laughs> like, it's awesome. okay. You don't have to tell me you, you like my band. If, if you don't. Right. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What a, what a, what a scene. I mean, you know, being from a place like Chicago, um, obviously like, it's got a huge music scene. Uh, do you kind of, did you ever take that for granted kind of when you started touring and seeing like maybe what other cities were like or no, i I love Chicago so much. I, uh, I don't think I've taken it for granted. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's definitely like shaped me and, um, like going through like a musical endeavor. Um, it's like so supportive and it's really, if you're, if you're nice to people, you'll get a show and it's like really easy to get your stuff heard for the most part. Yeah. No, it's, it's like a, a privilege to be near this, like this place where music is like, you can go to a show like every night bands always come here. Cause it's like in the middle and, um, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, it's awesome. Every, yeah. Everybody goes to Chicago. Of course. Do, yeah. Did you grow up where in Chicago? Uh, did you grow up exactly? Um, I grew up in Orland Park, Illinois, which is like 45 minutes south. Okay. Southwest. Mm -hmm. Like near, have you ever played the, uh, the Tweeter Center or the Warp Tour? Uh, yeah, I, th I think so. I, I okay, always, it's, we've done Warp Tour a lot of times, but it's like, uh, every day just feels the same and you're in some sure. random amphitheater. So <laughs> I don't remember yeah. which name was which. 
I got um, you. But we, yeah, we did Chicago Warp Tour a bunch of times. I don't know if they always have okay. it in the same place. Yeah, but yeah, it's so cl- you lived right it's there. Like a, yeah, like a, a city over. So from there. Sweet. Well, now they have yeah. to bring Warp Tour back so you can play. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Maybe they'll do that. Did you ever go to Warp Tour uh, growing up? I went to uh, 2004, 2005, and 2006. And then I think, I think I was done. Those were the glory days. Oh, five. Totally. Fall Out Boy. Yeah. That's the lo- local band. I, I didn't even know them at the time. I was like 12. I saw <laughs> Yellow Card and Anti-Flag and Newfound Glory. And I was, you know, happy as a clam. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> well, Deanna, thank you so much for talking to me and, um, you know, taking sure. time out of, your, out of your day after work. And, uh, no problem. Congrats. This is fun. Yeah, congrats on uh, Bless My Psyche. It's such a great record. I encourage everybody to check it out. Um, anything else to tell the people? Um, no, I think if you're if we're coming to uh, your town and with, on the Hot Mulligan tour, come say hi. I'm usually at the merch table. Um, I think that's all I got. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that tour starts... It's in November, right? It's a, it's about yeah, 13th, pretty, I think. It's a pretty long tour too, right? Almost uh, yeah. right till the end of the year. Yep. It'll be our longest so far. So it'll be good to get back at it. All right. Well, I, I really hope I can catch you guys on, on one of the shows. So yeah. Awesome. Hit me up. I will do. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Thank you so much All for right. having me. Yeah, Deanna. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. And there it is with Deanna Bellos, a.k.a sincere engineer. That was a good one. That was a good one. She is super cool. And I can tell she's super excited about everything the band has going on the tour with hot Mulligan and everything else. Uh, I encourage you guys all listening to this. Definitely don't sleep on the new record. Bless my psyche out now. One of the best records I think of the year and man, so honest it's, it's, it's truly is, truly is a great record. So because I know you're going to take my advice and listen to the whole thing, I'll start you off with the first track from the album. Here it is. Trust me, Sincere Engineer on Lead Singer Syndrome. Peace and love. See you next time. <laughs> 